0: Hello, my name is Bex. This is the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast where you get to find out about the best books from the people who write them. This week we have got so much going on. You're going to hear a rap from MC Grammar, a reading of The Carpet People by actual David Tennant and I'll be telling you about one of my favourite author's brand new book. Oh my goodness, there's so much stuff to squeeze into this podcast, let's get it started immediately. And I did promise you a wrap, so why don't we check in with MC Grammar, he is one of my favourite of all of the MCs and he is helping us with our big Mission Transmission radio show, so he made us our very own special space wrap
1: yeah i mean i wrote this this morning so i'm gonna put up i've got some words here because actually this was fresh i thought you know what i'm going to write something i'm going to write something for the crew that's exactly what I'm going i to. love
0: this thank you so much
1: all right let me get a beat going okay i'm gonna need you to join in with me Beck. so is that all right
0: yeah so when sure. I, when
1: I'm getting involved, you're gonna do this because especially because you're a rapper too yeah <laughs> okay here we go He goes, hey, nice to meet you, listener. My name is Grandma. Having fun on farm radio, dropping it like a hammer. The DJ's on the decks playing banger after banger. So sit back, relax glitch your fam and have a lesson with one of the best in the West. And guess you don't need your pen and paper, just your head. So you can bop along to my song, no stress. Are you ready? Shall we get it? Say yes. Repeat after me on the count of three, say Mercury. One, two, three. Mercury. Yeah. Now let's add another one, the second planet from the sun, Venus, together say it, Mercury and Venus. This time when I rhyme, you just say the third planet from the sun, and it happens to be Earth. Mercury, Venus,
0: Earth.
1: <laughs> and again, Mercury, Venus, Earth. Superb. He's morphed with the force, of course, Sunny need an M. M. A. R. Oh. <laughs> S. Spells Mars. Then we're off to Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, but... Who is last, a.k.a. the furthest? Hmm. That's Neptune. Whoops, study a rhyme. Oh, well, you will remember that line. Sing it with me, go. This is my planet song about our solar system. I need you to sing along. It goes doo-wop, dum dum Sing it with me, Bex. This it is my planet, planet song, song about the solar system. Here, I need you to sing sing along. along. Here, it goes la, 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 la. And there we go. (laughs) Just like that.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know what threw me is that I realised I don't know any of the orders of the planets. Halfway through, I was like, I have no idea.
1: Well, now you do. You've got that on replay, yeah? We've recorded this, so now you do.
0: Yes. it's a planet song. I can do it. Okay, oh. I can do it. Later on, it'll be in my head. Honestly, um, dude, that was incredible. Thank you so much for writing that for us. That was amazing.
1: Sure, and I just, I'm just happy that we got to do a duet because after hearing that brain song, I was like, that now became a bucket list thing. The duet with you, like a rap, and, and I made it happen. So, thank you so much for that moment.
0: <laughs> and you know what you're welcome you're welcome for joining me um a well-known rapper bex um from fun kids radio um so <laughs> like goodness it's more of an honor to get to do that with you dude that was incredible thank you so much for doing that for us
1: Our pleasure. i'm happy to be on the show anytime thank you so much for all of your support and to all the amazing listeners out there really value it
0: now i don't know about you but one of my favorite doctor who's ever was and is David Tennant. Sorry, Peter Capaldi, Matt Smith, Tom Baker, the rest, you get the idea. And David Tennant recently sent us a very special reading of The Carpet People. So here it is.
2: With them went the spell. Cries went up and, ashamed of their fear, the hunters surged forward. ''Stop!'' shouted Pissmire. ''Idiots! You'll chase out into the dark after that with your bone spears? That was a black snarg! Not like the brown ones you get around here. You know the stories. They're from the furthest corners. From the unswept regions!'' From the north, from the white cliff of the wood wall itself, came again the cry of a snarg. This time it did not die away, but stopped abruptly. Pismar stared north for a second, then turned to Glurk and Snipprel. "'You have been found,' he said. "'That was what brought this horse here. Fear of the snargs, and fear of the snargs is nothing to be ashamed of. Fear of snargs like that is common sense. Now they have discovered the village, you can't stay. They'll come every night until one night you won't fight back hard enough. Leave tomorrow. Even that might be too late.' We can't just, Glurk began, you can, you must. Frey is back and all the things that come after, do you understand? No, said Glurk. Then trust me, said Pesmire, and hope that you never do have to understand. Have you ever known me be wrong? Glurk considered. Well, there was that time when you said about important things. No, I suppose not, Glurk looked worried. ''But we've never been frightened of snargs.'' ''We can deal with snargs. What's special about these?'' ''The things that ride on them,'' said Pismire. ''There was another pair of eyes,'' said Glurk uncertainly. ''Worse than snargs,'' said Pismire. ''Got much worse weapons than teeth and claws. They've got brains.''
0: Now, at the beginning of the show, I did mention I'd be telling you about one of my favourite authors and their brand new book. Well, I can reveal to you one of my favourite authors and also nicest person is Elle McNichol. Now, she had an absolute smasher. Of, I, I guess I'd say maybe the 18 months that we've just had. Two of her books came out and they were brilliant. They won multiple awards for uh, Waterstones, Blackwells, Blue Peter. And now she's got her brand new book out. It is called Like a Charm. Now, this is a kind of magical fantasy story set in Edinburgh, where Elle is actually from. Uh, in it, you've got Ramia Knox. Uh, she discovers that she can see hidden folk only with the help of her grandfather's old notebook. But can she stop the mysterious and dangerous sirens? Now, this is going to be a big story. It's really compelling. I loved Elle's last book, A Kind of Spark. Everything she writes is really, really, like, just page-turnery, if that's a word, which I know it's not. And I can't wait to find out a little bit more about this new story. Hopefully, I will uh, get to interview Elle very soon about it. I know she's also working with some TV channels on a live adaptation of a kind of spark so i think she's going to be very busy in the future indeed i'm
3: I'm james stewart and in saving planet earth i'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialed to try and save our planet led of course by your questions hi James. i know that climate change is affecting our oceans is there anything that's being done to look after it and one of the solutions involves dolphin poo (laughs) This is Saving planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: I'm joined down the line by a brand new author, El McNichol. Hello, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you here because um, I've been reading your new book, A Kind of Spark, and it is uh, wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit about your main character, Addie? So Addy
4: is an 11-year-old autistic girl and she lives in a tiny, tiny village in Scotland, just outside of Edinburgh. And she lives with her two older sisters, Kidi, who is also autistic like her, and Nina, who is not autistic, but who is a beauty blogger and who is very concerned about being cool and sticking to the rules. And she discovers at school one day that her village hundreds of years ago was responsible for executing a lot of women for the crime of witchcraft, which of course was a false charge and and not real. And she's fascinated by that and infuriated by it. And she decides to start her own campaign to make a memorial in in honour of the, the witches.
0: And of course, this is all going on while, you know, Addie's still at school dealing with kind of normal friendship issues that we all go through. Uh, she's got her ex-best friend who's found a new best friend. Somebody new joins the school as well. Uh, and it's about making friends with Audrey. That's pretty important in her life too, right? Definitely
4: very important. I think that's such a difficult time at school when... Your friends suddenly aren't your friends anymore, and you don't exactly know why. And Addie, of course, uh, being onto the stick on top of everything, she can't quite understand why her best friend has suddenly got a new best friend. And yes, Audrey is a, a brand new girl from London who is a little bit unsure of the village because it's so different to her, her hometown. And she and Addie become fast friends because of their, their being outliers.
0: Yeah, I love their friendship so much. I love. Audrey like genuinely being interested in Addy and yeah. kind of just develop a trust. I think.
4: Yeah, definitely. I think um, Addy's a very, very good character. I don't think I've ever written anyone as good as she is, and she's very kind and very generous, and and that gets her um, pushed aside, sadly, by a lot of other people her age. But Audrey really sort of sees something in her and understands that that compassion is actually a real strength.
0: Mm. And also just um, Addie's relationship with her big sister, Kedi, because she's kind of the only person who really understands her, I guess, uh, because they obviously both have autism. They've both gone through that together.
4: Yeah, exactly right. Um, a lot of books that... Um- have autistic characters in them I feel uh, as a neurodivergent person there's usually only one and I just thought you know that's not always the norm families tend to have lots of people who are neurodivergent in them so I'm going to have an older sibling who's autistic um and she's really a mentor to Addie and she really understands on a deep personal level everything that she's going through and their relationship is is definitely the heart of the book they're very very close but um, of course the plot of the book without giving anything away there's Mm -hmm. there's something um, upsetting Kitty and bothering her and Addie's desperate to figure out what it is
0: also um juniper is is a real place am i right in saying that the village
4: it it is a real place it's not called juniper it's called juniper green i just outed myself all my my friends and family from back home are gonna be looking fast speeding through the book trying to find out if they're in it but um yeah it is it is based on a very real place it's a historic mill village in in the outskirts of edinburgh
0: no i think i know of it um because i I because when when I read the book I was like that seems really familiar so I I spent a lot of time in Edinburgh (laughs) itself and I know um the Dalmahoy area nearby
4: oh yes okay yeah so yeah
0: um so I was like this sounds very familiar but I had no idea it had all of this history to it and all of the um the witchcraft trials is fascinating to learn about as well
4: it's so fascinating and of course it was all all around Edinburgh there were um Witch, problems with witchcraft um and um and just very strange Scotland really had had a, they thought a ton of witches and um, more than anywhere else in the UK and I just I find that really interesting and I very much like there's a scene in the book where Addie is first learning about the witches in, a, in class and um that was very much my experience as a as a 10 year old just I couldn't believe I lived in a part of the world that was so utterly you know, it was mad what they did mm-hmm. and, and, and it was such a fascinating um, part of history because so much of history you learn, we learned in Scotland was about London and, and Europe and just all, all these faraway
0: places. And then to find out that your own front door, there was this horrific um, yeah. part of history. Uh, yeah, and it's something that I didn't learn about at school. So um, I felt like your book it gave me a lot of stuff because the witchcraft stuff I didn't know about and, and also like, you know, learning more about autism as well is a really, really useful thing. I think, for kids and grownups. Yeah, because I think,
4: and one of the things that I say in the book or one of the characters says in the book is they try and stress to the teacher, the Miss Murphy, the the horrible teacher, Mm. um, they say it's not a personality difference. And I think that's what some people are under the illusion of. They think that someone who's autistic is just a little bit different and a little bit more quirky or a little bit more shy or just, and it's really a, a a a very different reality you have you know it's not a bad thing in any way and i'm the first person to say that but you you have a different reality you feel things a little bit more and your senses are a lot more heightened and you know you have these physiological things going on that are are different to your neurotypical friends or who are your non-autistic friends and the book's really about that Addie feels things very vividly and she expresses that throughout the book and and so it's a way of of sort of making an example of how a lot of autistic people um neurodivergent people think and feel
0: and yeah was that a really important thing for you to put out into the world
4: Definitely, because I, you know, I only there was only one book I remember reading when I was, um, you know, eleven, twelve about an autistic character, and I just remember thinking that is so far from my experience, and I don't recognise that at all. And a lot of books, unfortunately, with autistic characters tend to paint the, you know, the the, the condition as being a bit of a burden and and something very negative, and and I wasn't in favour of that at all. So I I, I really wanted Addie to to have all the ups and downs of being um, neurodivergent, of being autistic, you know, the really good moments and, and and the bad moments, because it's just another way of being human and it's no better and no worse.
0: And it's such a great book to read, just to follow her, um, her just being a normal kid and just having this project that she wants to get, you know, she wants to get these uh, these women recognised mm. who are, who are campa- who, well, accused of being witches. She, you know, she wants to um, understand her family and her friends more. And that's something that we all go through. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's the plot of the
4: story. The story is not about autism. It's about this yeah. autistic girl. And it's about her 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 mission to get this memorial made. And the fact that she's going up against a councillor who are a little bit snooty and a little bit old-fashioned. And they're a lot more concerned about superficial things. And they don't want anything that might stop their little village from becoming a tourist hotspot. And, and so they don't meet her halfway at all on her, her, her mission for this campaign. And you know, there's no, a lot of um, autistic characters, sometimes in in fiction, they'll have some kind of strange superpower that's, that's Mm -hmm. not, not the norm, you know, they'll have, they'll be very, very gifted at maths or, you know, and, and most autistic people are are very normal and they don't all have superpowers. So Addie's superpower really is her determination and her drive and the fact that she, even though the town keeps saying no, she doesn't give up.
0: Man I wanted to shout at that committee leader so much <laughs> leader. Like, no what are you doing what are you doing you also explore um one of my favorite and I've, I've this is something that I found fascinating over the last few years myself the difference between being nice and being good that is something that you could have referenced for you yes today. yes I remember being in a class
4: at school once and I said I can't, it must have been a creative writing class or something and I said oh being nice isn't the same as being good. And and somebody else got really incensed by that comment. They got really angry and they went, of course it's the same thing. And I said, mm-hmm. it's actually not. There's a lot of people who are very nice, but they're not necessarily good. And it is quite a complex idea and and it is explored in the book. You know, some people are maybe not the nicest people. They're maybe a bit grumpy. They're maybe a bit rougher on the edges. They're maybe a bit hard to talk to, but it doesn't mean that they're not a good person and that they don't do good things. And at the same time, there's people who smile very widely and are very friendly, but may not actually be very good people. And and it is a complicated uh, idea, but it's definitely explored in the book and it's something Addie has to grapple with and understand for herself.
0: Hey, look, Addie's doing it, but I only got there the last few years, so she's... <laughs> <laughs> same, 100% the same. So, Elle, we do something on Fun Kids where uh, I do a little quick fire round of questions with authors, if that's okay to do with you. 100%, Look, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, uh, so no pressure, don't worry about it. Um, first <laughs> question is just books or Kindles? Books. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Uh, heroes or villains? Uh, vi- villains film adaptation or tv adaptation
4: oh film adaptation okay writing or reading oh that's hideous um (laughs) oh uh writing oh that that was tough i could tell
0: (laughs) edinburgh or london
4: oh that's not a
0: normal question that's (laughs) That's oh um
4: oh, oh gosh uh edinburgh
0: edinburgh okay hogwarts or narnia narnia laptop or write by hand
4: laptop i have terrible handwriting
0: <laughs> bookshop visit or school tour which one would you prefer to promote
4: this? <laughs> i'm currently not allowed to do either but um uh bookshop i think i just i can't wait for them to be open again
0: do you write nine to five or do you write whenever you fancy
4: uh three in the morning so whenever i fancy <laughs>
0: <laughs> paddington bear or winnie the pooh paddington bear and finally the last one the big one salt and vinegar or cheese and onion oh salt
4: and vinegar yes
0: yes yeah. <laughs> yes well um el first of all you win brownie points for um saying salt and vinegar I mean, the rest of them, you, you could have said anything i've been fine but that's the main answer um, secondly uh you actually did abide by the rules of quickfire so many authors don't uh don't do that for me so that was great yeah.
4: <laughs> you're welcome <laughs>
0: And um, finally, we should say A Kind of Spark is out right now. Like you said, uh, bookshops aren't maybe open near you, but you can also order online. You can also get Kindles and you can read them online and virtually. Um, So there's lots of ways to book, right?
4: And they're all delivering. They're all doing all kinds of incredibly fast deliveries at the moment. We're we're the Blackwell's Book of the Month, which is really exciting. Um, And they're doing super fast delivery, so...
0: Yeah, I've been uh, ordering with my local uh, bookseller as well, actually. And it's just um, they-, they are... I know, the independents have been there. incredible. Well, um, Elle, I look forward to maybe meeting you in person one day. Maybe you can come into the Fun Kids studio when everything's <laughs> uh, a bit more normal. Uh, in the meantime, um, good luck with the book and uh, everybody needs to go and buy it right now. Yeah. Thank you so much. There's also, in case uh, you're wondering, there's lots of other books out at the moment as well. Dan Smith has got a new one out called Nisha's War. Now, it's a really kind of cool wartime ghost story full of grief, guilt, forgiveness and belonging uh, from the author you might know from My Brother's Secret and My Friend the Enemy. So lots of great books out there at the moment. Go and check them out and keep an ear out for Elle McNichols' interview very soon. That's pretty much it for today's Bookworms podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back super-duper soon. In the meantime, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, rate us wherever it is you're listening to this podcast, and have a lovely old time reading as many books as you possibly can. Bye!
3: I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.